Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. June 23rd, 1972, the world of women's sports changed forever. Now, 50 years after Title IX became law, we're celebrating with a podcast dedicated to women's stories, where we'll examine and amplify women who changed the face of sports as we know it today. Listen and subscribe to Starting Nine Up, a Title IX podcast on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Celebrate the 50th anniversary of Title IX with nine stories about girls in women's sports with a Columbus connection. going on here this is weird joe what is this this is dirk i made you so upset that you made multiple videos about me through youtube after you claimed that i didn't make you mad and you go to matt and you tell him that I'm trying to put a hex on you. I want you to listen very close, Joe, because a reckoning is coming for you. I've mocked you endlessly for months. You screwed with me. A reckoning is coming, Joe. And as you can sense it, I've already been bringing it. And I want you, Joe, to pay very, very close attention. Do you understand me? Behold, the mighty voices of my vengeance smash the stillness of the air and stand as monoliths of wrath upon a plain of writhing serpents. I am become as a monstrous machine of annihilation to the festering fragments of the body that he, Joe Martinez, would detain me. It repenteth me not that my summons doth ride upon the blasting winds which multiply the sting of my bitterness and great black slimy shapes shall rise from brackish pits and vomit forth their pustulance into his puny brain. 
I call upon the messengers of doom to slash with grim delight this victim I hath chosen. Silent is that voiceless bird that feeds upon the brain pulp of him who hath tormented me and the agony of thee is to be shall sustain itself in shrieks of pain only to serve as signals of warning to those who would resent my being. Oh, come forth in the name of Abaddon and destroy him whose name I giveth as a sign. O oh, great brothers of the night, thou who makest my place of comfort, who rideth upon the hot winds of hell, who dwelleth in the devil's vein, move and appear. Present yourselves to him who sustaineth the rottenness of the mind that moves the gibbering mouths that mock the just and strong. Rend that gaggling tongue and close his throat. O Kali, pierce his lungs with the stings of scorpions. O Sekhmet, plunge his substance into the dismal void. O mighty Dagon, I thrust aloft the befit barb of hell, and on its tines resplendently impaled my sacrifice through vengeance rests. Shemham Farash, Shemham Farash, hail Satan. Satan! I'm just gonna wow, I'm I'm a little unsettled. Hey everybody, I, I can't believe it's it's like the first time ever in the history of the show we've uh, we've been hacked. Beelzebub. It's like our show was hacked. That voice was familiar and uh I'm not sure who seems to have a, a problem but with it. But it did have uh, a ring. Well, I should uh, I should try to play the uh the, the proper uh theme music, of course. Why? I, I suppose, you know, we'll We'll start the show right here. Let's I guess if you have give to give this another give this another try here and uh, get it know, right there. That's dear. right. We'll get it right and uh, uh, getting rusty. Well, what's happening now? My God! I think we're being hacked again. Uh oh. Would you offer your throat to the wolf with the red roses? Oh no! <laughs> Will he offer me his mouth? Yes. Will he offer me his teeth? Yes. Will he offer me his jaws? Yes. Just can't catch a break around here. Will he offer me his hunger? Yes. <laughs> Again? Will he offer me his hunger? Yes. And will he starve without me? Yes. Then does he love me? Yes. Yes. On a hot summer night. Would you offer your throat to the wolf with the red roses? Yes. I bet you say that to all the boys. Well, it's a very unconventional start here to Matt Connerton Unleashed today. I, I can't believe it. Though. This is all uh, 
Well, uh, sorry, everybody. I, I just, uh, people keep interfering. You know, this is even worse than uh, when the ghost of John McCain or virtual Glenn would interfere. Now we've got all kinds of people just hacking into the show and, and spewing this stuff. I think you're getting rusty. It's very threatening. I don't know what's going what are you on. Doing? You're getting rusty. Like, something's up with you. I think I just attract crazy people. <laughs> I think I've heard that before. Yes, yes. This is a great song, though. If you like Meatloaf. I love that song. Yes. I love Meatloaf. Well, welcome, everybody. It's Matt Connerton Unleashed. Like I said, a, a very unusual uh, start to the show today. But uh, here we are. Of course, we are live. Uh, from the studios of WMNH 95.3 FM in glorious downtown Manchester, New Hampshire. Also on Comcast 97 if you're in Manchester. Uh, of course, hello to all of our online listeners across the nation and around the globe. And you can go to my website, mattconnerton.com, for all of your live streaming options, social media links, contact info, show archives, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, Jenny is here. I don't. I, I got so thrown off by everything. I don't have your music uh, queued up. We'll uh, we'll hit that. Charles in the, uh, was better at that than you. We'll we'll hit that in the uh, the second hour, of Charles course. Charles played yes. my music Wednesday. Yes, yes. Now, how's that going? We should uh, remind people of that. You are now a uh, an official uh, one of the official co-hosts on the Charles yes, Richardson show. I am. I'm loving it. We've been having a blast. The shows go by really fast. We yeah. really have a blast. Yes. Well, very. Talk good. about everything and anything. And the Charles Richardson Show is, of course, uh, it airs Monday, Wednesday, and Friday nights from 7 to 9 p.m. online. Now, you are on, officially, you're on Wednesday and Fridays, but you were on also this Monday. I'll probably be on more Mondays than off. It's just depending on what time I get home. I might be a little late to the party, but yeah, we'll see. Yes, yes, of course. But Mondays will be a little sketchy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, I won't be on this Monday. Right, right. I have an infusion. Yes. And I get a little loopy. Of course. <laughs> you mean, of course. Well, uh, of course. Of, of course. course you get loopy. Of course you do, yes. Mm-hmm. Well, very good. Very good. Uh, by the way, so I saw Easy G in the uh, Facebook live chat asking about yes, our, yes. Uh, our, our our mystery guest who is not here today. So we won't say who it was because he's not here, but he might be here next Thursday. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll, we shall see. We shall. We shall see. It's very mysterious. Mm. But uh, yes, I do want to remind you, of course, that we are proudly sponsored by the Hopknot. In the Brady Sullivan, right across the street, uh, downtown Manchester. They've got some delicious gourmet pretzels. They have craft beer. They have wine. They have trivia night every Thursday night, hosted by the great Bill Cini. They have live music on Friday nights. Um, They also had posted earlier on social media. uh, Let me, uh, I've been referring to this, but uh, this is coming up on February 5th. These gender blender events are very, very popular. Uh, so it says, uh, we're here, we're queer, and we're ready to kick off another year. The Gender Blender is back. Join us for our first show of the year, featuring four amazing local performers. Uh, it's almost Valentine's Day, and, we've, uh, and we'll have uh, songs of both love and love lost. So come with your boo. Or come, oh, the young people say that. Or come with your friends and get ready for one hell of a show, 21 plus and no cover charge. But we will fill up, so make sure you get here before seats are gone. Mm. So that is coming up on February 5th at uh, 10 p.m. Uh, at the Hopknot. Yeah, it's a late night fun night. Yes, and uh, I'm still waiting for that list from Kenny. He's going to be sending me, you know, they've got a, a ton of uh, stuff coming up for the new year. They're going to be very busy there. So, and of course, uh, the Hopknot, very busy in the community uh, locally as well. So there you go. I just noticed Rocky, I think he needs to clean his ears out with soap after listening to that satanic Oh, he, he doesn't like meatloaf? 
No, the one prior to oh, that, yeah. I think, is the one that's getting him. Yeah, I don't know. He says that he's going to have to sell, say a lot of Hail Marys. That was very strange, yes. Our a, fathers. A dark message uh, to uh, uh, Jose Martinez, whoever that is. Have to get some Dawn dish liquid, wash uh, out the ears. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's all very strange. It's terrible. Well, if you'd like to join us today. <laughs> oh, by the way, but before I do that, uh, I do want to apologize. I see him in the Facebook live chat. Isaiah Aline, uh, we did not get to his song yesterday. So I apologize, Isaiah, and I appreciate your patience. Uh, we got a little behind. The Biden press conference went a lot longer than I thought. I had to cut away from it in the second hour. We had uh, John, uh, John Hopwood and Mike Sutterth here. Uh, so, uh, it went longer than I expected. So we didn't actually, um, we didn't get to the song, but we're going to do it at the end of today's show. That's when we have the largest, uh, audience, uh, people driving home, uh, in their cars at that time. So we're going to, uh, might not play the whole thing. It's like a seven minute song. So it'll be the radio edit, but we're going to, uh, we're going to give you the world radio premiere of Isaiah's song, Save the Piano, and that will be at the end of today's Matt Connerton Unleashed. So I, make sure you are listening for that. I think he's Satan today. Well, so, you know, he's uh, he's Jesus, he's Satan, he's... Uh, all I know is he's the Illuminati candidate for 2024, and I find that very exciting. And uh, I've not decided yet whether to uh, accept his offer to be his running mate. Does that make uh, me your chief of staff? Well, you could be uh, if we win and if I do become vice president. Oh, no, that would make me the second lady. No, it wouldn't. Well, I don't know. You can be both. You know, you could. Oh, you, yes, you, we could multitask and save the country money. That's right. Aha, <laughs> see, we're already getting the ideas we're, rolling in. We're already getting Here the job go. done. That's right. <laughs> we're a shoe in. <laughs> uh, 603-250-6007 is a number if you'd like to join us today. 603 603- Two five zero six zero zero seven. You can also text me at 617-917-4476. Tweet me at Matt Connerton or send an email to Matt at MattConnerton.com. And of course, you can interact and opine in the Facebook live chat. Uh, but the best thing to do, of course, is to give us a call at 603-250-6007. There's somebody else in the building who might be joining us later. And I, I might, oh, yes. if I were a betting man, I'd say he'll probably uh, pop in. Uh, going to blind uh, me. The people's mayor, Glenn R.J. Willette. He's going to blind you. Yes, what do you mean? He's got that that light. He, he Oh, the uh, oh he was glowing today when yes, he walked in. Yes, he was in. glowing. Yes, he was glowing, yes. I thought you meant because of his belt. He wears that very sparkly belt. It's blinding. Right. That's exactly what I meant. Maddie, you're a little, you're, you know, mm-hmm. you're a little off today. Well, I thought you meant because he was glowing. When he First, walked in today, he had a glow. He has stuff cutting in on the speakers. He lets that soul glow. Seriously, not even close. Mm-hmm. It was rhinestones. <clears throat> oh, he's oh. like a rhinestone cowboy. Oh, God, you're getting rusty. Ride them, cowboy. I bet. Uh, yeah, hang up well, your spurs. We won't go any further uh-huh. with that. Uh, Easy G is in the chat room, uh, as I mentioned, our uh, retired entertainment reporter. I think he's the first one to ever officially retire from uh, WMNH. True. Um, no, maybe the moose, if that counts, but he comes back occasionally. Uh, Eric- yeah, Easy won't even come back. I know, I know. <clears throat> Eric Pilcher joins us uh, from Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Eric, of course, uh, hosts our uh, Fridays, our weekly classic film review from Eric. And this week, he reviews uh, Apocalypse Now. Uh, A couple of weeks ago, it was the review of Hearts of Darkness, which is a documentary about the making of the film. And then uh, this past Friday, Eric wasn't feeling well, uh, but uh, he's back in the saddle. And uh, tomorrow, I've already heard it. It's excellent. So tomorrow on the show, of course, we will feature that, Eric's review of Apocalypse Now. 
So looking forward to that. Uh, let's see. Wayne Noel joins us in the chat all the way from Michigan. Hello, Wayne. Uh, Easy G says, I love the music reviews. Yes, very good. Of course. Uh, very popular segment on the show. And Eric Gagnon is requesting, could you review Forrest Gump, please? Um, Jenny, I see you're in the chat. I'm everywhere. Uh, Eric says, uh, Eric Pilcher says, it's on the docket. I have a list. Yeah, I think he's got all the 20, 2022 reviews for uh, uh, for the year uh, wow. planned out. Yeah, I think so. See, he's a was a very good addition. Uh, Isaiah, as I mentioned, is in the chat room. He said, hey, fams, it's possibly your next president, Jesus. Sometimes he goes by Jesus. Uh, Melanie La Liberty from the great state of Vermont says, I call BS that there is no Sisters of Darkness. Uh, right? Satan, Satan loves the ladies. Everyone knows that. I didn't know that. I, I knew that. I Power was, Wolf taught me demons I are was, a girl's best friend. I was raised in a good I, Catholic home, and uh, we didn't allow that. <laughs> I uh, wasn't. Demons or uh, otherwise. <laughs> how how dare all of you? My goodness. <laughs> uh, let's see. Isaiah says, what a coincidence. I go by Satan as well. Well, see? this sounds confusing. No, he's he's for all people. I guess so. Uh, Gonzo is in the <laughs> chat room and says, Matt, get out of there. I think uh, referring to the disturbances we had earlier at the top of the show. People you know he'll interfering. never leave the studio. Mm -hmm. That's, it's not going to happen. Well, at least not until uh, 6 p.m. Correct. Um, let's see. Uh, Isaiah says, always love the love. Uh, Easy G says, can we start over, Matt? Well, I tried to, and then Meatloaf cut in. Abigail Jem joins us in the chat room. Hello, Abigail. Uh, Melanie says, not to be a D, but he who walks behind the rose is a lot cooler. Walks behind the rose. I don't, hmm. I don't know what that means. Uh, Rocky says, OMG, I'm going to have to say nine Hail Marys and two Our Fathers after listening to that. See, I told you. Yes, yes. He has to wash his ears out with soap again. Isaiah says Satanism isn't actually bad. It's about enlightenment. Well, that's, uh, you know, of course, uh, our friend uh, Dirk Don from Arrogant Media and, of course, also the Java Fog YouTube channel. Uh, he, he's, he talks about how it's not, uh, it's not literally about worshiping Satan. It has nothing to do with, uh, it's not about devil worship or anything like that, Satanism. And why it's, don't it's, they get a different name? It's like LeVay, it, it, they could call it LeVayanism or something after Anton LeVay. Well, if it's not supposed to be about Satan, why are you going to call yourself a Satan? Well, that, like, why well, wouldn't there be a different name? That's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, Paul E.C. is in the uh, chat room. Hello, Paul. Paul says, hi, big fan. Uh, Paul E.C. says, uh, Satan's a douche. Uh, well, <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. Now, uh, Isaiah says, and this is, of course, uh, regarding our eventual ascension uh, to the White House and to leadership of the country and uh, the world. Uh, he says, we've got plenty of time. My last resort is choosing my wife, uh, Himawari, as my running mate if you do end up turning down the offer. Ah, I see. So if, if He's I, already got a backup plan. So Him Himawari, who, who I'm not familiar with, but I'm sure would be be a fine vice president. Not as fine as me, of course. I would be the best vice president. I'll see. He's letting obvious. you know that uh, he's, got, he's got plans. The clock is ticking. You I gotta, don't make up your mind. You're going to get left behind. I got to make a decision. I feel like... That uh, kind of rhyme. I feel like Mario Cuomo in 92 when there was all this pressure on him, and he, he ultimately said no. But he could have been president. Uh, Stephen and Light. And then there is today. Stephen Light, DJ Steve, joins us and says, good afternoon. Have a great show. Thank you, Steve. 
Uh, Scott Robinson also in the chat says, good afternoon, Connor, tonight. Good afternoon, Scott. Connor, tonight, unite. Yes. Uh, Tom Blanchard joins us and says, uh, is there a reason why I don't see Eric's comments? Oh. Uh, Which which Eric? I assume you mean uh, Eric Gagnon, because he has blocked some people previously. Scandalous. Uh, I'm sure you don't mean Eric Pilcher. I don't think Eric Pilcher blocks anyone. Oh, Melanie says... uh, the it was uh, children of the corn reference and I'm actually I love that movie I'm embarrassed really I'm embarrassed I hate that I didn't that get movie. it it's I, awful well, I haven't seen it since I was a kid but I think it's great it but scared the crap out of you when I was a kid Malachi you know what's the best thing no. about that movie the scariest <laughs> thing about that movie and nobody ever points this out the scariest thing about that movie is the music the score of the movie the musical score. Yeah, that, that the is, camera is, trained it, on the corn. No, no, no. The, the 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 music though is is what is what makes it so scary. If, I don't if know you, what it is. It you, just scared me to death. You take the music out of it, it's not as scary. That music is so haunting. It, it's 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 indescribable how creepy it is. I watched it once when I was young and never again. Yes, yes. Oh, Eric says uh, I only have reviews planned to April. Oh, okay. Oh, is that all? But uh, but well into Jeez. the future. We have a call. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Matt Connors and Unleashed. Who's this? Hi, Maddie. It's Gary. Hey, Gary. How are you? Good. How are you? Doing well. Jenny, my love, how are you? Awesome, and how are you? I'm good. Hey, I love meatloaf, too. Yeah? Yeah, with a little couple of uh, baked potatoes on the side. I knew you were going to go there. I like it with ketchup. I do like meatloaf, though. I'll be here all week. You like meatloaf? I do like meatloaf. I like both the oh, food. Oh yeah, no, I love I love meatloaf. I love I love the way he sings. I just love his music. I really do. Right. Honestly. Oh, I uh, I was such a meatloaf fan growing up. I actually bought his non Bad Out of Hell albums. That's how much of a fan I was. <laughs> Which are are criminally oh, you, oh, underrated. Oh, you mean Saint Out of Heaven? What? That was his. That was his other album, Saint Out of Heaven. I don't remember that one. Oh, I, I, yeah, that was it. Oh, well, that was in the back of the records. You know, Ooh. I don't know. You Saint out of well, you worked at Strawberry. Right? You didn't see it. Saint out of heaven. I've I never... was I was at Strawberry's one day. It's way in the back. It's one. It's the one of the last vinyls way in the back. Yeah, I don't remember that one. Saint but, out uh, of heaven. Yeah. But I had I had all of his other ones. I I don't know about that one. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it wasn't a big one. It, it made really good in Europe, not here. Oh, okay. Because they'll they'll listen to anything in Europe. So. Oh. Yeah. And did you get a, um, did you get like one of his scarves? So when you sing the songs, you can have his scarf? No, I'd feel like a poser. I'd have to put on some weight to do that. Oh, okay. No, yeah. but I, but I was a big fan. I had, uh, I had all the, uh, oh, yeah. no, all I the was, albums. Seriously, I, I yeah. love, I love listening to Meatloaf. Yep. Yeah, we used to blast that going down Elm Street and, and, and our car, you know, and yeah. And Jenny, yes, I was afraid of Children of the Corn, and I'm older than you. And that I watched it one night, and it just scared the hell out of me. Uh, by the way, uh, I was sitting there, and the trees were banging in the house, mm-hmm. and just the children. And I I knew little kids that were like, you know, very quiet and stuff. And when I would see them, I go, Oh no, oh no, what's going on? <laughs> I just had it. Yeah, I was very, I was very scared of that movie. I couldn't watch. I'm not a horror horror fan. Yeah, I'm the the old guy, you know, watching (laughs) uh, Dracula and you know Frankenstein and the Mummy. You know, just those were my, those are my films. Yeah. 
By the way, uh, Peter White is in the chat room and says Gary's joke was, eh. 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 Yeah. I, I, well, I'm not, you know, I'm not a big comedian. Eh. Eh. Thank you, Peter, for acknowledging me. Eh. That was nice of him, huh? Um, and are you sleeping on the couch tonight because of uh, when you didn't acknowledge <clears throat> your lady this morning right away? Oh, my goodness. Ooh, another scandal. What's going on? Are you and uh, you and Peter got beef? Or y'all is y'all is beefing? Oh no, no, oh. we love each other. Oh, okay. I'm gonna buy him a beer if he comes up to uh, the uh, season's tickets because he lives on. You know, he he work, You know, goes there and has some food. <laughs> yeah, we've we're we're become friends now. All right. Well, yeah, Peter. Yeah, Peter I says got another, uh, I got another friend. Peter says Maddie no beef. And, and Where's Jenny, the beef? You guys are the best guys, you know. But thank you, Peter. Peter's come. Peter's coming there, and I, I, I think he's good. You know, like I said, his jokes are. Yeah. Eh. <laughs> oh, you know, that's that's our little thing now. Ooh, there's beef. I think there's beef. Sounds like y'all is beefing. No, no, we were. According to Michael, we were. Mm-hmm. And I oh. cleared that up with Michael. Couple of mornings ago, I was I I canceled my uh, my uh, trainer because it was too cold. So I heard him talking because, like, when I talked with uh, Peter the other day, and I went, "Hey," and I heard things. He goes, "Well, you know, you know what Gary said," and I said, "Well, you know," and I said, "Hello, Michael." Oh, and I apologized to Peter that if I. You know, I misjudged him on a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. and Like what? I told him, yeah, he was arrogant, but <laughs> hey, we all are. Uh-huh. Oh. And wow. I, I thought I, you know, I said, are... geez, uh, I, I'm, I'm sorry if I was being, you know, judgmental. I had some bad days and uh-huh. things just snapped. And But we talked. Uh-huh. And yeah, he kept shutting me off with his uh, his music, but I kept hearing it, and I still kept talking to him and laughed at him. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, and we 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 just spoke, and uh-huh. that's it. You you clear the air. Mm-hmm. So is and it, yeah. uh, you know, I told him he's part of, he's part of my my lovely people that I like to listen to. And I told him I'll buy him a beer if he ever comes up. Just he's got my phone number. Mm-hmm. Buy, I don't drink, but I'll buy him a beer. Uh huh. So you're gonna get I him drunk because we know the city. And talk <laughs> oh, about then the what? City. Mm. So I'm not. I'm. Not, and he said, I, I don't hate people. Uh huh. And pe- and that's what the whole thing was. I hated him. I effing hated him. Right. Just, right. No, I thought a, a few things that he said were weren't really that great. Oh. But it's wow. for the show, and uh-huh. I told him, like, yeah, some of your jokes are really, mm. Mm. So when he says a funny joke, you know, that's not really funny, like my meatloaf joke. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, he um, said it's. Uh, he said it was, eh. It was, mm. Yeah, yeah, I don't, think he, I don't think he liked it. There's too he, much eh going on. He said it was, eh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he liked your joke, yeah. But yeah, yeah I, think he's a, I think he's a pretty, I think he's uh, a pretty good guy. Of course, know? yes. And, I hope, you know, he said we're friends, so I hope we oh. can be friends. I can't, like with you and, and everybody at, on Fridays, I can't bring you food. I can, you know, I don't have money to buy you food like Ron, but I can talk and Stop laugh it. with you guys and, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. See what you said. I'm not a rich man. Right. You said stuff. 
Right. This is your fault, Maddie. You'll never, you'll never quite be in our hearts or our stomachs the way that Ron Stop is. It. That, that, that's true. But, you are uh, evil. Thank you, thank you, Maddie. You, are you just, you just awful. made my day hurt me. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a very sensitive man, you know. Well, I'm, I'm sorry, Gary. I, you I, better be. I was, go through a lot, Maddie. It was it was a joke. And I have I have a very sensitive heart. And and my my and I try to do things for people. And my and, my know? joke was my joke was just eh. You can say it. And my and my then we'll back be hurts even. me right now. You you're, know what, Maddie? Let you're me, just let me get eh. that let me get that knife out of my back. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, the gauntlet is thrown. I know that was eh too. No, actually, I, I thought that was pretty good. Too, I no, no, that you, was pretty good. Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bath Fitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bath Fitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. They said lowering drug prices was a fight we couldn't win. The big drug companies have billions of dollars and an army of lobbyists. But AARP stood with our 38 million members and forced the drug companies to lower drug prices. It's a victory for all Americans. But Big Pharma won't give up, so neither will AARP. Join our fight at aarp.org slash fierce defender. That's aarp.org slash fierce defender. I love you so much. You're just so, you know, you're great for me. And Jenny, you know, Jenny's just one special lady. That's one way of putting She's it. very smart. She educates me, and I love to listen to her. I love to listen to her laugh, and I hope you do well at your uh, your doctor thing. So. Oh, yeah. I won't remember. It's yeah. okay. <laughs> tomorrow, I have to, tomorrow I have to talk to my, uh, my counselor on the, on the uh, phone. So this ought to be fun. You know, it keeps me sane for the rest of the week. And if I, I love I my therapist. Her, uh, I keep her in my back pocket. Uh, well, all right. Yeah, so I'm, I'll let you go. I'm, I, I know uh, I'm long-winded, so... Well, all right, Gary. Well, I'm glad that you. Uh, I'm glad that you called, and I'm glad that you uh, appreciate meatloaf. Yeah, I do, and I, I appreciate a lot of music. So yes, yes. But uh, yeah, yeah. All right. That, that, my back's just a little sore. It's not really, so it didn't go that deep, Maddie. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad. Well, you know, as as Peter points I just out, I love to make people laugh. Yes. Yeah. Eh, eh. It makes me laugh. Eh. Well, as but, Pe- as yeah. Peter uh, as Peter points out in the chat room, Ron buys us. So there you go. Oh, which is easy to do. I don't buy people. Nah, nah. Well, I don't buy people. I can't. I can't buy people. Oh, you're not saying you're better than Ron, are you? You and Ron is gonna have beef. Y'all's gonna be beefing. You boys no, are off to lunch I, I love today. Ron. I love to hear him. Of course, no, He's we all love guy. him. We all, we all love he, each you know, other. He stuck up for me the other day when he called oh. me cream puff. Oh, so I love cream puffs. So uh-huh. How do you know? I don't know. <laughs> no, but yeah. Oh, very good. But yeah, I like to, you know. I he, like him with just, pineapple. He's funny. He's a good guy. Cream puff with pineapple but, inside. Yeah, he's right there. He's good. And yes. I like Melanie the Liberty. You, she's you know from the great state of Vermont. I think she's yes. really cool. She's one of my so favorite. Uh... Melanie, you're really cool. I don't have a. I don't. You know, I don't have a computer to talk back to you, but just yeah. 
I think you're a real cool lady. Nope, she's uh, one, of my, uh, one of my one of my favorite. You're funny. She's one of my. You're not. Uh, you're funny. <laughs> she's one of my favorite commenters in the Facebook live chat. Very oh, funny. Oh, she is. I love she, to hear her comments. She's very funny, especially yes. from Vermont. Special. You know. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, I was up there. I, I used to go to Brattleboro a lot. So I was when I worked at the bank. And I went to the uh, the parade of heifers or whatever they call it, because well, a guy brings well, his cows nice. to Brattleboro during spring because they come. Uh, oh, you mean heifers? They go up. They, they go up in the mountains already to eat. It's it's a it's a traditional thing there. So oh, oh it's actually, great. Uh, you got to gotcha. go. Uh, there's so much food. There's so much camaraderie uh, and happiness and uh huh and cows. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. All right. Like I said, uh, this is my second time to say goodbye. So. All right, Ron. I mean, uh, Gary. Hello, oh, oh God! No, Gary. Really? Oh boy! Really? I feel I feel badly. Uh oh, the EAS oh, the, is the, gonna the go EAS off. The EAS is going off. There's a storm coming. I think. Yeah. I think we're getting okay, some snowish. Uh, mm. Yeah, Mister Mister Mayor's uh, the uh, mayor of Manchester. There. Oh. <laughs> what? The mayor of Manchester. Oh, what what about her? Your your guests that you might have come on. No, uh, oh no, the, that's uh, the people's no. mayor. Man. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah no, no. We're just about ready to have the phone go ding a ding. Yeah. So. Yes, uh, go. <laughs> well, very good. I enjoy that one. Yes. All right. I love you both. All it's right. Cold. We we I'm love you, gonna, Gary. I'm going to heat up my. Uh, it's my time for the uh, early bird special. So, uh-huh. uh, All right. so I can relax. I had a, I had a hard day today, so I oh. went out and did some stuff. So. Sorry, sorry to hear that. But I had to come. I had to make sure I get back for the show. Yes, no, I appreciate and that. Thank you very much for letting me call. Of course. And uh, Peter, if you're still there, I love you too, Peter. And yeah, your jokes are still. Eh. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> love right. you both. Have a good day. All right, bye. Th- all right, thanks, Gary. Bye bye. All right, that was our friend Gary, and uh, that does open up a line for you, 603-250-6007. Yeah, that was uh, that was an actual slip. Well, you Seriously. Know, well, you mentioned Ron, you get me thinking about food. I don't believe you. I think you did it on purpose. No, no, no. You're I, just being I, a wise guy. I actually really didn't. A wise took us. We you have can't a, say the other word. We have a call. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Good afternoon, everyone. Hey, how are you? I I see a light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> yes, so you're feeling Don't better? Don't look! Feeling better? Get away from the light! Yes, I am. Oh, yes, yes. yes. Uh, I wanted to take a moment. I do this at the end of my review tomorrow, but I wanted to do it again. I wanted to thank everyone for their well wishes mm. and their support and messages while I was battling COVID, I appreciate it, and they really helped me get through. So thank you. Oh, very good. Well, you are loved, and you're uh, you're feeling you're not completely over it yet, are you, or are you? No, uh, the chest discomfort is gone. Uh, not coughing that much. Uh, still have a runny nose. Feel really drained. Yeah. Really wore down. Yeah. And. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so it's still there, but I, I feel better than I have. Good. So Good. yesterday was probably the first day of noticeable improvement. Okay. Okay. And, um, and we but, should, 
we should clarify for people this is too. No joke. Yeah, yeah. And you are you are vaccinated and uh, boosted, but this is uh, a cautionary I'm tale. Vaccinated, but yeah. not boosted. Oh, but not boosted. I'm sorry, but it, but it's good that you're at least vaccinated because it would have been, you know, like you like you told me on Messenger, it would have been uh, much more severe had you not been vaccinated. Yeah, and that and that's the big thing is look, I'm not one to push. I also wanted to call in and say this. I'm yeah. not one to push being vaccinated, don't be vaccinated. We're adults, it's your choice. Mm-hmm. I've always believed that. But I will say this. Being told that it could have been worse, if it could have been worse, I don't want to experience it. Yeah. I've had mono I've had walking pneumonia. I had chicken pox when I was 16. Oof. This is worse than all of it. Yeah, yeah. This is nothing to play with. This is nothing to joke with. I'm seeing my doctor tomorrow, and I'm getting a vitamin B injection. Oh, no kidding, to get your energy up? Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, So, yeah, I'm... Just everyone consider that. Yeah. Like, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just saying, having many doctors tell me that it could have been worse. If I wasn't vaccinated, I'm like, there's worse than this. (laughs) Yep. Uh, No. (laughs) So, yeah, don't listen to the ones that's you know use common sense right. i mean it's this is nothing to joke with right right absolutely and i i mean i am thankful that i appear to be almost out of the woods and feeling better but i wouldn't wish this upon my worst enemy yeah that bad huh wow did it um when you started it, when when it started eric did it come on quickly or See, that's what's funny is I work third shift. Yeah. So usually most people get their symptoms as they sleep through the night. My symptoms progressively got worse through a work shift. And I went in, I left work Wednesday morning at 430, two and a half hours before my shift was concluded. Oh, wow. And that day I went to urgent care here in Cedar Rapids, and they did the rapid test, and it came back negative. Yeah. And so Wednesday, after I went to urgent care, I basically said no one's allowed over to my apartment at all. Yeah. Everyone stay away. I'm not leaving unless I go to a doctor. Uh, So Friday morning, I finally just felt worse. And I said, that's it. I'm going to the ER. I went to the ER and they did the up the nose test. Mm-hmm. And they called at about five o'clock, just as your show was going off the air here in Cedar Rapids and said that I had tested positive. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, <laughs> and the and the nurse that called me said the one thing that's saving you from being checked into the University of Iowa Hospital or Young Medical Center, which is in 
coastal Waterloo, Cedar Falls area, 45 minutes outside of Cedar Rapids, is the fact that you're vaccinated. Because I'm a diabetic, and diabetics are at risk. Oh, yeah. yeah. Are high risk. Yep, yep, absolutely. So she said, that's your saving grace right now. Yep, no doubt. And I'm like, oh, well, okay. (laughs) So, yeah, uh, I, you know, and I've really changed my opinion on the approach to COVID and things like that. Yeah. On how we need to look at it and also how I think our government is handling it. There is so much more our government. conservative, liberal, Democrat, Republican, independent, it doesn't matter. So much more they should be doing for the people mm-hmm. than what they are. Yeah, yeah. And for our health care workers that are just inundated right now. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. What do you give Biden for and, an approval rating, in your opinion? Well, it, my, Jenny, mine are going to be skewed because I'm not a Biden fan to begin with. Um, I don't, I, I don't, no, seriously. I think initially I I was like, okay, I like his approach to the pandemic. Um, I, I just, I got very angry listening to his press conference yesterday <laughs> because his whole thing, I've overperformed expectations. Okay, really? if the ex- expectation was that the earth would swallow into a fiery abyss, then we haven't done that yet. <laughs> See, I'm right there with you. I don't think he did a good job either. But uh, I don't know what your expectations were (laughs) that you have outperformed. But I I would say that I feel we're worse off now than we were a year ago. Uh, That that, that I would disagree with. On the economy? I I would agree with him. On the economy, yes. On inflation, goods and services. Yes. Um, I w- on the economy, Matt. I'm sorry, I should have clarified. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in regards to the pandemic, I do believe that we need to seriously start looking at treat other treatment methods than t- just sending people home and saying try that, do this, do this, do this. Yeah, having I'm- had COVID. We have to do more. I was listening to uh, to somebody else talking about that same topic earlier, and it's like we we talk about testing, we talk about vaccination, but we don't talk about how to take care of yourself at home. Mm. What do you do? How do I take care of my right. loved one? I was listening to a woman talk about this because some people are so extreme, like you, they're leaving food on the porch for May because they're afraid to come near her because she's got COVID, but she's so sick she can't get out of the bed to get the food off the porch. You know, I mean, there's there's that extreme, then there's the other. People don't know what they're doing, don't know how to take care of themselves. Maybe they're drowning themselves in NyQuil. I don't know. But there's no, there's, I don't, I haven't seen a clear-cut guide. If this is what's going on, this is how you take care of yourself. Yeah, that is true. I wonder if part of that is because different people um, uh, develop such different uh, symptoms Oh, with, with no, COVID. that's a cop-out answer. I'm no, I'm sorry. just, I'm not, I'm not justifying it. I'm just saying, I wonder if that's part of why there isn't more discussion about that because it's, I mean, it's so hard to communicate information to people. I mean, you know, we're, we're a couple of years into this and I still see people not wearing face masks correctly. So 
I, I've become so cynical in some ways. It's like, geez, you know, how do you how do you communicate anything to people? <laughs> but like we don't tell people you know? how well, to take care of their loved ones. Yeah. So you're home. We, you get your kids. You get your is, sick loved is, one. What do you do? I I think it's one of those things that people, and I can say this now from personal experience, people don't realize how serious this is until it happens to them or yeah. someone close to them. Oh, well, that's, that's the same and for anything. I, yeah. I will tell you, me personally, I'm going to be a lot more vigilant with mask wearing. Um, here in Iowa, a lot of uh, our governor has signed it that it, businesses, some businesses cannot demand mask mandates. I'm going to wear it because I don't want it again. Yeah. I don't want to deal with this uh, a second time around. My neighbor, I live in an apartment. My neighbor across the hallway said this is her second bout with it. Yeah. Yeah, that's happening. Yeah, Omicron has a, seems to have a high, um, people are getting Omicron who've already had Delta. There seems to be a high reinfection rate with Omicron. And it's just, it's scary stuff. It is. You it know, is. and it, I... I just would, I would, if I had, if I had any say whatsoever, my plea would be wear your mask, look into getting vaccinated, don't listen to Aaron Rodgers, Joe Rogan, Dana White, uh, don't listen to people who are so far on the other side of fear mongering, just do your own research and think about yourself, your family, and your loved ones and your friends. Don't just think about a community as a whole. Yeah. And uh, use that approach. Because my thing is when I first started feeling getting sick is, oh no, I don't want to go to church or hang out with someone and have them get it mm -hmm. or have them give it to their kids or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. And so, yeah, I, I do. I really do wish our government would be doing more in trying to treat this instead of just trying to put a Band-Aid over it. I will say, I know there's like, more there's more coming as far as um, home treatments and and. I've kind of lost track with some of the things that are in development, like the the pills, the COVID pills that I think uh, Pfizer has one and but, Merck has one. But that's one coming and, down the pike. What are right. people supposed to? The messaging is terrible. Where where the CDC is. is giving mixed messages. Um, the president is not not leading. Like, he he's failing on multiple fronts. In in in, we're not telling people how to take care of each other. We're not doing the supportive measures that we need. You can't just go get a shot in your arm and you're done. And we need to admit wrong. We need to admit that we were not, we hoped, I hoped that when the vaccine came out, it was going to be one and done like polio. But that's not what I got. What I got was a, a new disease that my body didn't know how to fight again. So it took multiple shots to, to help, but admit the wrong. We're, it, it wasn't what we were hoping. Mm-hmm. No. So it, we need no. to take and it from I, where we are now and give people proper information. People don't know, when do I quarantine? When do I not quarantine? How long do I quarantine? Am I okay to be around my grandmother? Am I okay to be around my sister's newborn? 
there's not there's so much mixed messaging. I don't know what to do. No, I don't either. It's gotten it has gotten very confusing. That's the president's fault. I will tell you well, this. I that I don't agree with. The buck stops with him, does it not? Uh, go ahead. I Eric. got two different pieces of advice from the same hospital on how to treat it at home. Oh, because the, nobody the nurse knows. Practitioner told me. I swear. Yeah, the nurse practitioner told me she's like try over the counter cough syrup. We're learning. And then when they called me a couple days later, the doctor said, no, that doesn't help it. You need to push fluids, vitamin C, vitamin D, uh, cough drops to help with the cough, Tylenol if you spike a, a fever or ibuprofen for body aches. And I'm like, oh, this hospital isn't even on the same page. Wait. Medical science is it? Medical science is still figuring all of this out. We're we're learning and, and, as we go. But how is that Biden's fault then? <laughs> how is it Biden's fault? How is if it medical, Biden's if, fault? Med, Biden medical. is supposed to be controlling the message that's coming out of the federal government. Um, he made promising about tests. Tests have been available through a, an easy website that people get home delivery for in European countries for like ten months now. We're just barely getting started. And now we're going to start this mask program where people are going to be allowed to go to a pharmacy and get three N95 masks for free. So what are we doing to those businesses and how are you keeping track and how do you stop somebody? Like, that's not good leadership. Good leadership encompasses getting people to work together. He can't get anything through Congress. He's not doing a good job. I'm sorry, but he's not. I'm buying food, mm. and it's doubled the amount of money that it used. Same amount of food, twice the cost. Well, that's that's another issue, but but it's all related. It's yeah. all related in fa- failed leadership. <laughs> to yes, I I am saying that he has failed to lead correctly. Our gas prices are through the roof. He shut down the 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 pipeline. He, he, he we're we're begging and bar- what How, what are we paying for a barrel now? How does oh. that translate in your grocery store? How are we going to keep track of all this? He's throwing stuff. It's like he's putting a Band-Aid on something and it's not working. It rips right off. It's like he plugs one hole and three more come up. Yeah. Exactly. I, 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 it, it's, I mean, I don't, and I don't have all the answers. If I did, I would probably run for office. I, I don't. I just know what I'm seeing and the things I'm seeing I disagree with. But I also, I hope that, because Matt, we've had this discussion, when the midterms do happen, uh, it's going to be a flip. I mean, it's going to yeah. be a Republican House and Republican Senate, more than likely. Oh, and then yeah. two years of nothing getting done. And we pay for that. Bottom line, yep. we pay for that. While they're busy arguing with each other over stupid stuff or trying to stick all their favorite little things into each little bill, we're the ones that don't have enough food on our table. We're the ones that are having tr- worrying about getting people are back to worrying about getting back and forth to work because of the gas prices. I remember when that happened before. Now it's happening again, but it's happening in a worse period of time that could ever happen. Absolutely. We and, need you leadership. Know, I. We- I a supervisor from my job actually told me this when I called in uh, with when I was diagnosed. They said, well, you work from home. What's the issue? Oh, really? Wow. 
No kidding. I'm like, yeah, I can't stay awake. Yeah. <laughs> Is it too much to ask that the federal government, the FDA, the CDC all say the same freaking thing? Not contradict each other, not argue with each other. You're not inspiring me and making me feel confident in leadership when you guys are arguing in the public eye and can't agree on basic rules, how this works. How do we take care of it from what we know at this point? Well, I can say what helped for me. Uh, I, As much as it stinks, I would eat as you normally would, um, as hard as it is. Because you really don't have an appetite, but you need to eat. I drank a lot of Gatorade Zero sugar, a lot of water. Um, one day, I was just tired of feeling tired. I actually drank an energy drink Oof. and to try to see if that would help. It did not. I was asleep 30 minutes later. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, the, it, it, And that's 200 milligrams of caffeine. <laughs> yeah. 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 It didn't even dent it. It was just like, nope, you're done. That was so, a graveyard yeah, I, shifter. I, I could drink a pot of coffee there was and a stay more awake. Uniformed way <laughs> to treat this in a more in more direct communication to the people because after getting contradicting reports from the same hospital, I began to look online and I ran into the same thing. Yeah, this this medical journal is saying this, and but this other one is saying the exact opposite, and it's like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to try this ibuprofen. Cough, uh, cough drops and rest and see how this goes. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's the thing. There's so much we're still learning about this, unfortunately. It's a lot of trial and error for now. Yeah. But like anything else in science, right? I mean, mm-hmm. they just implanted a guy with a genetically modified pig heart and he's still alive. It, science changes, medicine changes every day. And I'm still hoping for that one day so, we yeah. turn around and there's a cure for cancer. I mean, who knows? But this is a... I, I hope for that as well. I, I would I rather really hear do. we're not sure I, these are our best guess and solid answers than watching the FDA guy fight with the with the, 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 the spokeswoman. Or having, you know, our, the Dr. Fauci being called to the Senate and being questioned when... It's like, how is this solving the problem? Oh, that is a nightmare. The way they, uh, the way the Republicans abuse, uh, especially uh, Rand Paul, the way they abuse Fauci and try to imply that uh, he's part of some sort of a conspiracy or something. I, it's it's great secret cabal. It's it's really disgraceful. That that interaction Painful. with uh, Rand Paul and Fauci was just. Uh, I've I've lo- I, I'm, I actually liked Rand Paul at one time. I've lost so much respect for him over the course of this pandemic. Oh, did I? I'm not a Fauci fan, but it's clear that he—he's really stuck. He was really stuck between a rock and a hard place. Paul yeah. seemed like he and, was amused by the threats against Fauci's family and, and him. He—he he seemed amused by the whole thing. He should have been disgusted. And I—I I agree, Matt. I did. I lost a lot of respect for Rand Paul. Yeah. yeah. With the way he acted, and a few other senators that oh, yeah. in those hearings it was it was pretty deplorable yeah yeah it's all for so, a show i'm on the mend again thank you everyone thank you matt and jenny for your well wishes during that time it was appreciated and oh of course absolutely 
I, I hope everyone enjoys the review tomorrow. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Well, I, I listened I listened to it today, as you know, and uh, I enjoyed it very much, and I think everyone's going to like it. And I, I, think they've, uh, I think they've just gotten better and better as you've done these. They are. They're awesome. I, I, I enjoy doing them, and you guys provide me the outlet to do it. So it's appreciated, and hearing the kind words and even the detractors. I'm, I, I like hearing from them too. Yeah. <laughs> good. <laughs> Cause good. you can only hear so many good things. That's you true. Know? That's true. You, want, you don't, you don't want to get a big head. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, right. I, 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 you can ask Dirk. I have enough of an ego to, as it is. I don't need, <laughs> I don't need any more inflation. Believe me. I, <laughs> Understood. <laughs> All right, Eric. Well, we're glad that you're uh, we're glad that you're on the mend. The just because deal. Hey, oh, what's this? Breakfast from Mickey D's. From me? Yep. Why? Cause it's morning, and you like McDonald's. Let's eat while it's hot. There's a deal for every act of kindness at McDonald's. The steak, egg, and cheese bagel is back at McDonald's. Order ahead on the app and pick up curbside. Price and participation may vary. McD app download and registration required. The Just Because deal. Hey, oh, what's this? Breakfast from Mickey D's. From me? Yep. Why? Because it's morning and you like McDonald's. Let's eat while it's hot. There's a deal for every act of kindness at McDonald's. The steak, egg, and cheese bagel is back at McDonald's. Order ahead on the app and pick up curbside. Price and participation may vary. McD app download and registration required. Yes, I'm glad as well. And I hope I'm sorry to take up so much time and I hope you have a good rest of your show. No, no, not at all. All right. Thanks, Eric. Take care. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. All right, that was our friend Eric Pilcher from Cedar Rapids, Iowa, and we have a call. We'll uh, grab this quickly, and then we got to get to a break. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Hi, Matt. Hi, Jenny. This is Ron. Hey, Ron. Hi. How you doing? Very good, thank you. Hey, uh, as far as the uh, corona goes, if you eat an excess amount of pizza every day, morning, noon, and night, you won't die from corona. Oh, that, thank goodness. That's good to know. I like the maybe sound a heart attack or cholesterol, but not Corona. But not Corona, yeah. All I right. I need to have an Elm House of Pizza. Mm. I mean, an Elm Street Pizza. I need to. I've only had it the one time. Mm. Well, I can't help you there. I match you. Bring it home at least one slice. Try Are you to, kidding? Uh, you know, <laughs> His stomach will not slice. let him leave the room. That's right. Hey, I, I tried to listen to the president yesterday. I really, really, really did. But um, he was he was bleeding my ear to the point where I wasn't hearing him anymore. It just uh, I don't know. It was a Maybe long. Maybe it was just me. Maybe I don't know. It just you, it was too long. Speech is a long speech. It was a long press conference. I was surprised actually. He went two hours. I his temper got the better of him too. Mm, I was surprised. Yeah. Yeah. I got my. Uh, I went to the doctor yesterday. I got my um, booster, and I actually Good. got the results for everything else. And. Uh, much to my surprise, oh my God, I'm uh, no longer diabetic because I, you know, I switched to meds. Good. I was never full diabetic, but congratulations, a pre, and uh, everything else is great. Blood pressure was that of a young kid, and good. My cholesterol and my, I don't know, the CLCs or the UCLs or something. I don't know, <laughs> LC something. 
I, I basically I scored high on everything. I went, you know, good. I couldn't have been happier. I went out of there saying to myself, "Wow, I was, that was great." So yeah, I don't know. Good I'm, for you, Ron. Way I'm, I'm back on course. Yeah, no, Woo-woo. that's that's good great. Job. Great to hear. Excellent. Good for Congrats. you. Congrats. Yeah. Yeah, and how's your dad, by the way? Better, I hope. Better, yeah. He's at he's at heart rehab in uh, Portsmouth, and and he's doing better. He he's uh, should be out early next week, actually. So. He's, right. Uh, yeah. Did you guys solve that problem with his car? Uh, not exactly. It it'll uh, it's, exactly. it's it's still I mean, where it was, I mean, but if it's I guess if it's it's safe where it if is. I can lend a hand. I'd lend a hand. Yeah. It, it's all right. It's safe where it is, Ron. But thank you uh, for asking about my dad. I appreciate it. Sure. 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 All right. I don't want to uh, take up any more of your time, <laughs> and uh, just wanted to say you know, hello. All right, Ron. Well, we appreciate the call, my friend. Okay. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye bye. All right, that was our friend Ron. Uh, we're uh, just after the top of the hour, so we will uh, take a, a break and uh, play a little something and show some love to our sponsors. And then we will be back with hour number two of Matt Connerton Unleashed coming right up. Don't go away. everybody it's matt connerton unleashed and we are in our number two numero dos from the studios of wmnh 95.3 fm in downtown manchester new hampshire also on comcast 97 if you're in manchester and hello to all of our online listeners across the nation and around the globe uh you can go to my website mattconnerton.com for all of your live streaming options social media links contact info show archives etc etc and uh, I want to remind you, of course, that uh, today is, um, I'm sorry, I'm getting my things mixed up. I was just listening to a phone message that has my mind a little jumbled. Uh, today is uh, Thursday, uh, January 20th, 2022. But what I wanted to remind you of, of course, our amazing sponsor, The Hop Knot. And today is Thursday, which means tonight is Trivia Night at The Hop Knot. Uh, they do have delicious gourmet pretzels. They have craft beer. They have wine. They have live music on Friday nights. And coming up February 5th is another Gender Blender event. Uh, this is a very popular event at the Hopknot. Uh, so uh, that is coming up uh, February 5th at 10 p.m. So, and I know they have a lot uh, planned for the new year. Uh, Jenny is here as well at the news desk. Presents and yep. accounted for. And if you'd like to join us, 603-250-6007 is the number. 603-250-6007. You can also text me at 617-917-4476. Tweet me at Matt Connerton or send an email to matt at mattconnerton.com. And of course, you can interact and opine in the Facebook live chat. Uh, but the best thing to do so that we can hear and enjoy your dulcet tones is to uh, give us a call at 603-250-6007. Uh, by the way, in the uh, chat room, uh, a couple more people have entered who we haven't acknowledged yet. Uh, I do love to say his name. Alfredo Enrique Benavides 
uh, also known as Fredo uh, from Dank Sinatra, joins us in the chat, um, as well as uh, Jackson Harris uh, from down south. And uh, Melanie, uh, oh, no, we got Melanie already. Uh, oh, Miriam Banish, that's who uh, Who else I was thinking of. Yes, uh, yes, yes. Also uh, joining us in the chat room. I know what I almost forgot. What? Happy DJ Day to our, our favorite DJs. Oh, yes. It's DJ Day. Yes. Like DJ Midas and DJ Reckless. Yes. Uh, DJ Midas, of course, who is part of the WMNH family. He hosts a show here called Late Night Delight every Saturday night from 12 midnight to 4 a.m. with a replay on Sunday. And, of course, uh, DJ Reckless, Christian Lacoste. He's got a bunch of stuff coming up. You can follow him on Instagram is, I think, his uh, uh, social media outlet of choice. Uh, I think he's on all on, of them. On, he's on all of them, of course, but I, I think Instagram is his favorite. But uh, he's got a lot of events coming up. Yeah, I think he's playing tonight, maybe. Is he? I think so, or maybe not. He's he's busy. It's hard to you know he's hard to keep like, track. Between all of his jobs, I get confused. Yes, that's right. Um, let's see, just some some things uh, regarding uh, COVID uh, in the chat room because we were talking about that, of course, with uh, Eric Pilcher. Uh, Fredo said, unfortunately, because a majority of people survive it, the mon- the minority of people suffer. Um, a majority not wanting to bend for a minority isn't a new or starting thing. Yeah, that's true. That that or, or startling thing. Yeah, that's um. Well, you know, I've 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 said from the beginning of the pandemic when people would refuse to, uh, you know, put on a face mask just to walk into a store that I didn't realize the. Uh, you were somehow the, the uh, fully the full level of narcissism in the country. You know, when it comes to just just. Yeah, I mean, what what are we at now? Sixty two percent of the country is vaccinated. That's that's it. Yeah. You know, it, and just uh, you know, freedom and I think liberty. Australia's and... hit eighty percent now. If oh, I remember oh yeah, correctly. yeah. Australia's done very well. Yes. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Hey, Matt. It's, it's Alfredo. How are you, sir? Hey, Fredo. Hey. How are you doing? I'm I'm very well. Very well. Good to hear you guys. Yes. What's what's uh, um, what's on your mind? Well, this it's funny, the funniest thing. So this morning, I don't know if you guys are in a situation in the island nation of Tonga. I am, yes. That, uh, the so there was, a, uh, there was a massive earthquake which caused a tsunami, and it wiped out almost all of the, that island nation's power grid. Oh, I didn't realize and, that. Oh, wow. yeah. Wow. So we're talking about, we're talking about a whole country, okay, that uh, has lost uh, a majority of its infrastructure. Also, the earthquake uh, uh, underwater, which caused a tsunami, disrupted all of the major telecommunications. And this is, of course, uh, so have, on top of uh, on top of the earthquake. I mean, on top of the uh, uh, volcano, rather. That, for uh, a while that there, the entire island was cut off from the world. Yeah. So. Wow. Okay, let me put the, let me put this into perspective now. You have an island nation that has lost the majority of its infrastructure and its communications. The closest, uh, you know, first world country with a lot, lot of resources, New Zealand, geographically speaking, the closest nation to Tonga, offered to send uh, medical help, infrastructure uh, engineers, and Tonga, and I don't know if you know this, but Tonga as a country, has had since since the beginning of pandemic one single case of COVID. 
No kidding. I didn't realize that. No, I didn't know. Wow. <laughs> okay. Okay. So now, 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 let's 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 continue down this line. You have this country which has been cut off because of a natural disaster, and they are refusing help from New Zealand on account of they don't want the helpers to bring COVID into their country. Wow. That's incredible. Well, I'll, I'll tell you okay. what—they they certainly take uh, COVID uh, pretty pretty damn seriously. If even in their current uh, predicament, they don't want the help for that reason. That's that's well, remarkable. Well, that's the okay. So, you know, translate that to us. Let's say uh, we—I don't know when's the last time we had a, a catastrophic uh, earthquake on the east coast. I'm from the west coast. I was there in '89. You know, uh, about three miles from the epicenter of, of, of Loma Prieta. Um, when when the eighty nine you know earth, when the earthquake hit San Francisco Bay Area, but let's let's pretend theoretically a massive uh, earthquake causes a tsunami and it wipes out coastal New Hampshire, right? Uh, you, you, you see what I'm saying? Like uh, we wouldn't turn down help from other states, people coming in from everywhere else, right? To, that would be that would be crazy, right? We do mutual aid now. Well, that, that's what I'm saying, but it's, it's, it, you see, you see, it's it's all about perspective. There are people, you know, you either agree with some people; it's okay to, to for them to die, and there's a certain amount of number we're okay with, or you're just not okay with that. And every every life matters, like every single, you know, you try to save every soul, and yeah. that means I gotta, I gotta, I, I have to inconvenience myself a little bit to save someone else. It's not a big deal. Exactly. Right. Right. Well, you know what that but, reminds but, me. You, yeah, go ahead, it's, Fredo. It's, it's all about mentality and perspective about what we view each other and how we value each other. You see, and we're and we're such a yeah. large, we're such a large country. We're so you selfish. See, a small community. You know, it's like a small country. They, they can they can make decisions still together. You get so big. Americans have to, become more cynical is, and selfish. Honestly, I mean, well, that's and that's why things have to be passed on a federal level. You know, and that's why that's why leadership has failed at a federal level. Look at look at look at marijuana. You just just look, look at anything else. You know it's not going to happen in New Hampshire until it happens federally, right? Oh, I know. I mean, or we get rid of Sununu. That's but, but, but that's what I'm saying. It's just, it's just he's he's just he's he's not a he's not a he, he's not he, he's he's a symptom. He's not the problem. He's a symptom. He's he, he, we, we, that's been allowed to happen. You see what I'm saying? Yep. Because of because of how people either view of each other as important or not important. New Hampshire is very much a place of libertarianism. It's very much a place of, I got mine. I don't care if you have yours or not, but I got mine. And as long as people have that mentality, we'll never take care of each other. And this thing is going to keep going on forever. Well, I didn't realize, you know, prior to the pandemic, I've, I've often said if, if, if we could go back in time and, you know, say it was still 2018 or 2019 and you time traveled back to then and you told me, Matt, there's a there's a global pandemic that's coming and, and people are going to be dying and this thing is going to spread like wildfire. And there's actually going to be a large swath of the American population that will refuse to take it seriously or do anything to not only protect themselves, but to protect other people. And they're just going to yell about freedom and liberty. And I don't want to wear a face mask because, I don't know, the Constitution says I don't have to or whatever. I would think you were crazy. I would think, no, we're better than that. 
of course, we're going to all band sure. together and do what we have to do to get through it. I would, I would not have believed right. you if you had time traveled back and told me this is what's coming and wait till you see how people are going to react and how awful some people are going to be and how people just aren't going to care and the narcissism you're going to see. I would not have believed it. I would have said, Fredo, I don't believe you. I know we're better than that. And well, nope. what I've learned, if anything has taught me, if, if, if I've learned anything, uh, is that uh, in, in, the, in the heart of every cynic is a, is a, is a sad, failed optimist. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, I would have liked to. As much as we want to believe, we want to believe that people are better, the, the, it's just not the case when you, when you look around. You know, and that's why mandates and things like that, encouraging people to do things whether they like it or not. Um, well, you can't legislate morality, unfortunately. You, people, are, people don't even know what's best for themselves. What, they, what they kills me... They vote against their own interests. They're, they're easily manipulated. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly doubt the, the existence of free will. Honestly, people are just programmable machines, it seems to me. You can influence them so easily. Um, you know, and, and it's a cult of personality that they, that they, that they move towards as opposed to actually right i mean what makes more sense right i have cancer uh, i'm going to go on webmd and figure this out or i'm going to go to a, a an oncologist who has studied his whole life cancer if i have cancer you know what am i going to do right well i've done my research <laughs> right <laughs> you know like, well that that's one of the things that's so stunning too about this is with, with anything else you know most people will trust their medical providers but a pandemic comes along and all of a sudden it's, uh, you know, people think that their their medical providers are part of some global conspiracy or or because ideology is more important to people than their own health or the health of others. They they will actually avoid having that. That's the one discussion they'll avoid having with their doctor because they know their doctor is going to say to them, well, yeah, dummy, you should get vaccinated, of course, obviously. So that's the one thing you ask them about anything else. Well, what does your doctor say about this? What does your doctor say about that? You know, whatever the health issue is. But when it comes to getting vaccinated, people are like, oh, no, no, I I haven't talked to my doctor about that. I'm doing my own research. I don't need to have that conversation with my doctor. It infuriates well, you, me. I, I, most, 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 most people don't, most people aren't directly affected by homelessness, so they don't feel like they have to do anything about it. Most people aren't, uh, yeah. most people are going to survive COVID, so they're just not worried about people who might, who might die from it. And most they, people they think they know exactly how they'd behave if they the had world. cancer until the day somebody says that you do. Yeah. You think well, you it, get it. That's just the way it is. And until people are affected, they're, they're just going to keep moving on. And, and, and the fact that there's a majority of people who aren't affected and they don't care about a minority of people who are affected is just a common trend. So it's not nothing new. That's true. Going on through, through, throughout history for several different reasons, whether you are privileged with your with your health, because believe it or not, as, soon, as you get older, whether you like it or not, you're going to develop comorbidities. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen. Uh, so, you know, majority of people just feel like they don't have to care about other people. You know, I don't know uh, what the solution to that is, um, but certainly encouraging people with, with some kind of um, incentive, whether that be the carrot or the stick, uh, seems to be the, have to, the way to have to move people towards uh, uh, making each other care about each other. It's almost like, you know, telling kids, everyone keep your hands to yourself, everyone respect <laughs> each other. 
Yeah, that didn't you know, work either. Per- it's not going to work the person, now. The person holding the stick gets to talk right now. You know, like whatever. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. You have no. to teach people how to behave uh, respectfully towards each other. It is, uh, yeah, it, it is uh, It is frustrating. By the way, uh, Glenn R.J. Willett, the people's mayor, is here as well. This is uh, Fredo on the phone, Glenn. Hi, Fredo. Are you, Fredo, are you familiar with the, the, the people's mayor? The, uh, he is, he is a, a, an elected official? No. <laughs> we keep trying to. No, not anymore. No. I he, said we've tried to. Oh, yeah. like, people have had their chance. Did you run unopposed? Were you running unopposed, sir? No. I would have been elected if it had been unopposed. <laughs> I'm an independent. That's the problem. You can't raise money like the parties do. You know, there's no group to support you. But he is a man of the people. If we had a coalition government, perhaps, but we have, unfortunately, this uh, this uh, bicameral system. Uh, so we... <laughs> but, but I'll tell you one thing. The reason why they're calling the people's mayor is because if an alderman or the mayor does not solve a problem within 10 days, the citizens often call me and I get it done. And that embarrasses them. Go. That's why they don't like me. You're like the equalizer. When people have nowhere else to turn, they call you. That's right. I, you know, that's for the I, I used to have a... I used, to have a, what? I used to have a baseball bat in the back of my car. I called it the equalizer. Oh, no, that's violence. I'm not into violence. But I'll tell oh. you one thing. <laughs> right now, we're seeing, you, you were talking about homeless people. The homeless population is growing around the world. And a lot of the causes happens to be the people who don't care. For example, when your rent goes up 5% a year, and all of a sudden it's like 45 85%, and your income's not there, well, guess what? You're going to have a lot more homeless people. And right now, we're seeing a lot of senior citizens losing their home, and they shouldn't well, be. Let's, let's talk about why that's happening. Why, that, why is that happening? Because someone is profiting from this. Yeah, right? that's right. Just like everything else. That's exactly it. So there, there, are, there, 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 are, are landlords, there are landlords profiting from higher Yes, rent. we know uh, that because the people rent. that are losing their rent, the seniors, they have Section 8 or low-income housing. And when they get, can get rid of them, they can get double the rent, yet they still haven't fixed the apartments. It's it's a shame. I'll tell you what. So you you could it, it keeps funneling up, and this is real. I, I I don't I'm not just making this stuff up. You can look this up during during COVID during pandemic in the last two years. The top ten richest people in the world, the top ten richest people in the world, you know, the Jeff Bezos, the Elon Musk, yep. the Bill Gates of the world, have doubled their net value. That oh, is yeah. correct. Yep, is absolutely. It, it's it's the so same I, thing. I don't know. I, I just. It's, it's the same thing when, when small landlords, but it just keep, it keeps funneling up. I don't know at, at what point it's, it's, are we going to get to start building the gear. That's right. Oh no! It's the same thing when we're at war. Who makes the money? The people that are already the richest. The war profiteers. That's right. The, the people yep. who own That's stock right. and Raytheon. There's no question that uh, Donald Trump owns the uh, uh, Raytheon stock, and then they drop the Moab. Mm-hmm. You know, it's uh, So they sent our poor people to the war to get killed, <laughs> and they profit from it. What a shame. Wars billions of dollars behind for the enemy to pick up and yep. take around and not tout the, around not, and use not, to not kill the, not people. Not the Democrats don't war profiteer either. That's what, that's oh, what absolutely. Both, both parties profit that's from right. war. I, I blame, that's why I, mean, I, mean, I am what they call a true independent person. I blame both parties. When, I was, a, when I was a child, the Republican Party stood for something and so did the Democratic Party. Not anymore. Today, once you're elected an you're an elected official and you belong to a party, you're going to be told left and right, you're going to vote for this bill or you're not going to vote for this bill. You can no longer vote your own conscience. And that's why we're so much in trouble. 
Well, I'll tell you what's really trouble is, in per, at least personally in my circle of life, the people I find to be the most moral are apolitical. That's true, because we have common sense. <laughs> it solved me that one, you know. When is mm. that, that, that solved me that riddle? You know, when are people who who, who care about each other going to come back into the political game? I, I don't, I don't know. Well, the parties there are so far fetched that they're going to they're going to try to make sure that those people don't get into office. Mm. Well, what we need, I'll tell you who we do need in office is the people's mayor. Well, well, he is the people's mayor. And, he, you know, uh, always be <laughs> he'll always be there for us. And we uh, we adore him and his uh, sparkly belt. Yes. Blinding. But, would you please? For people who really care, now, what was, what, what, governments what was, don't care. Were you on a sparkly belt platform or what was it? What it's was like it rhinestones. Oh, it has nothing to do with that. <laughs> I got to hold my pants up. <laughs> oh. no, that's, that's true too. And that belt was around about eight years ago when I bought it from uh, in New Orleans at a Mardi Gras. Disco, disco. Well, yeah, he he like... may be the people's mayor, but he puts his pants on one sparkly leg belt at a time. <laughs> I put my pants on like any Just other like man does. Else. That's right. That's why you think you put them on differently than I do as a woman. No, you don't either. Well, you yeah. just said well, as a man, whoa, 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 I put it on. I still respect a woman who wears a dress. That's why. <laughs> but yeah, every every human being who wears pants, yeah, wear them the same yeah. way. You know, you don't you don't put it head first. When I went overseas, I saw a lot of men in skirts with sexy legs. Well, especially in the Irish country. They call country. them kilts. Yeah, kilts. We don't, no, kilts. We don't want to exclude kilts. any double leg amputees either. They put uh, whether they don't need pants. They still are uh, a, a, a part of the, the people's mayor's. Uh, <laughs> what's the word? The constituency of the people. Mm-hmm. I would just uh, point out that crisscross uh, wore their pants backwards, so not everyone does wear pants the same. Oh yeah, was, they did. Right. They yeah. had all their clothes uh, backwards. Really? I forgot. About, yeah, they did. Well, they still gonna put their 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 legs in their pants though. Everything was That's on true. backwards, though. The shirts no, it, and everything. It could have been backwards, but they're going to put them to their arms and put them to their pants. Glenn does have a point. They did still put their uh, pants in their their uh, legs in their pants. They uh, just did backwards. Well, backwards. Yeah, if, backwards they wanna, yeah. if they want to look like idiots, it's fine with me. I, I'm okay with that. Idiots? How dare you? That wow, was crisscross. Wow, that was mean. Wow. Can you believe this, Fredo? The way he disrespects, the uh, he disrespects <gasps> these hip-hop legends. That's hip-hop? You got to wake up pretty early. That's hip-hop? It was. I was raging in hip hop, but I never did that. Crisscross. 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 Well, the two young boys. Crisscross. Chris, Chris uh, weren't they brothers? I think so. Yeah. Mac Daddy and Daddy Mac. You know, in this world, you can wear what you want today. <laughs> that is correct. So. You know what's back? Bell bottoms. I saw an advertisement oh, really? that bell bottoms are back and poofy sleeves. Oh. We used to have bell bottoms when sleeves. when I was in high school. Yeah. Back in the seventies. I'll tell you. Oh. I'll, t- I'll tell you what we need to talk about is the, the how how did Champion come back? How did what like, come back? Champion, a, like a like a collector, like a luxury classy thing. When I when I was growing up, Champion was like you know you shopped at Kmart and then everyone knew. You know, remember that? How how, did, how are you using the word Champion? The brand. Cha- oh, oh, the cha- brand. Champion, the brand. Oh, the brand. brand. Yes, yes, I remember. Like the members only yes. jackets. Oh, yes, yes, I remember now. Yes. Well, you know, these things are cyclical. They always come back. <laughs> just, just like, just like pandemics. Every every hundred years, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's not. It's it's nothing new. And you know what's so funny? You go back in history, the hundred and some odd years that it happened before, and it wasn't even medical then, but. Everybody was wearing a mask. 
but it was medical. Hey, I'm just glad that they well, called. But it wasn't the big thing it is now. Fast, dude. You know, I'm glad uh, they didn't blame that on us this time. What? Oh yes. What, what? 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 I didn't hear what he said. What did he say? Calling it the the Spanish flu. Yeah, this is exactly what it was. God. Oh boy. Here we well, go again. Well, Fredo. I can't take you boys anywhere. You know, we, Alfredo, we don't learn in history. Getting hungry now. We don't learn from history. That, that Anywhere around the world, we repeat the same mistakes every generation or so. That is true. Fredo. Very true. Yeah, well, hopefully, this stay, hopefully, this, uh, hopefully we stay literate this time, you know? We, 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 well, I'm going to stay literate. We, 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 uh, <laughs> well, you're we, the mayor. <laughs> yeah, he he has to. Uh, he's the people's mayor. He has to stay literate. Um, Fredo, do you have any uh, anything coming up that you want to plug as far as Dank Sinatra shows or Faith Ann shows or anything? Uh, yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, February twentieth, we'll be uh, at uh, Area Twenty Three uh, with uh, the Faith Ann Band and the Graniteers. Uh, Dank Sinatra will be. Um, and then that Friday, the twenty sixth, uh, we'll be playing with Donaher. Uh, in the Grand Tears in Lowell, Mass at the Thirsty First. Oh, very good. Very, very cool. good. All right. Outstanding. Well, uh, thank you so much for calling in today. It's always wonderful to hear from you. And by the way, you're welcome here anytime. Anytime you want to come in in studio, we'd love to do that again, too. Oh, we'll have to, we'll have to do it. Right, thank you. Thank you so much. Always a pleasure. And uh, yeah, keep fighting a good fight, guys. All right. All right. We yep. shall. We shall. <laughs> Sounds good, my friend. All right, Fredo. Take we care. are the champions. All right. Oh, God, don't you dare. Don't, I hate that song. Oh, boy. No, I don't. Song? No, I don't hate it. No, I don't hate it. I'm just being. I'm I just think being it's silly. nice that the little people or the people, the minority. The I would, little people? I shouldn't call them. Little, well, I'm a little people. You're a little people? I'm, by that, I don't mean. You're quite tall. What I mean. Yeah, you're way taller listen, than me. Let me explain. What I mean by that is the little people that common people. The common people can say we are the common. champions, too. Well, what did you just, what course did you ride in on, mister? Common people. You're not a common person? Are we supposed to call you sir? No. That's are not you what an I HRH? Meant. I'm talking, no. That's what you said. No, I didn't say that. That's what I said, said the common people. I didn't say we. You said the common people. You know what phrase I hate that politicians use a lot? <laughs> He's what? I've always, I've always hated the phrase ordinary Americans. Oh. Makes my skin crawl I when I hear we that. Are, well, right? it's not like they are. I know. But you know, I the just... average citizen in this world is ordinary. It's the ones that are oh, ruling our country that are not ordinary. I don't, I don't, I don't like that. None of them people have any idea what it's like to sit in front of a doctor's office and be like, yeah, this will, this will, this could save you, but you your insurance isn't going to pay for it. Yeah. They don't have that. They no. have platinum insurance. Everything's covered. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's say hello to Dirk Don, who joins us in the Facebook live chat. Dirk, of course, from Arrogant Media and his newest uh, YouTube channel, Java Fog, Java. which I recommend everyone uh, subscribe to. Hello, Dirk. Uh, Crystal joins us in the chat and says both parties these days stand for obstructionism. All or nothing. No compromise. It's disgusting. I agree. Uh, Rocky Huber says uh, some of it is the politician's fault why some people aren't taking it seriously, referring to the pandemic, I believe. The vice president was saying she won't take a Trump vaccination. Uh, then we had Trump downplaying the severity, so we had politicians on both sides not saying the right thing. Correct. Yes, Trump was all over the place, and it was a, a source of deep frustration. And I do remember, too, uh, during the campaign when uh, Kamala Harris did express uh, skepticism over a vaccine created under Trump, which I thought was a, a pretty terrible uh, and uh, irresponsible comment on mm -hmm. her it part. It was a childish concert. Concert. You, comment. You know, comment. What's so, you know what's so weird is uh, Donald Trump... I'm was, not taking it. You did it. Donald Trump, yeah, was uh, was in Arizona, I think it was last Friday, 
And he kept saying about these vaccines. One day he says don't take it. One day he says you should take it. He 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 took it. Oh, he has. He's been boosted too. Yes. And he's openly so, talked about it. In fact, he was on with O'Reilly. Yep. They talked about it openly. At that they event, both yeah. said yeah. that they had been boosted. And they were booed by their own fans. That's right. Because their fans don't even like I've heard people say well, it wasn't real. That It wasn't a real syringe. It was like one of those things in the movies with oh a collapse. Why in the world would he do that? Like, why? <laughs> Are you people listening to yourselves? If, if there's one thing I, will, I, I, I wanted to say was that Biden's doing the same things wrong that the New Hampshire Republican Party did in 2010 when they got the supermajority. We got it. We're in. We can do what we want. Biden is up there trying to get everything in. He wants everything through. It wasn't good enough to go after red-listed bridges. We had to put in stuff that had nothing to do with infrastructure. It's not good enough to to try and, uh, it, I don't know, do anything. Everything he tries to put through Congress is this omnibus bill loaded with every little thing, and nothing is passing. Not, perfect is the wow. enemy of good. Nothing is passing. Nothing is getting done. He's failing to get any kind of, of 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 anything through Congress, like the Democrats and the Republicans can't work with each other to get anything done. We're the ones that are suffering for that. That's correct. Well, a, a couple of big things have been done, of course the uh, the infrastructure bill, finally, and of course the American Rescue Act, which was very important. But uh, but you know what I've said all along is uh, from my as as someone who voted for him, I I just say that uh, you know uh, we didn't elect him. I mean, this doesn't apply to all of us who voted for him, certainly, but we didn't elect him to be FDR. I, I, I wanted I wanted two things. And by the way, the, the two biggest things I wanted out of him, I did get. But but I, I think there could be I think things could be much better. But uh, the two big things were I wanted a, a, a serious approach to covid. You know, I wanted in terms of messaging, I wanted the message to be which Biden seemed to be delivering, which was we have to take COVID seriously versus Trump's message, which was we have to take COVID seriously, unless, of course, you don't feel like it, in which case, ah, whatever, who cares? It's not that big of a deal. So I wanted that from Biden and I got that. And the other thing is I wanted a sort of a normalization of the presidency and not have to worry every day about what kind of insane tweet we were going to get out, out of the guy. Um, so I got those things. But um, but I do think that uh, I, I, I think he... He went, uh, you know, with Build Back Better. Just, I, I think, I think he thought that he was going to have enough of a majority. Well, that had to do with the party. Really. I, don't, I don't think, I don't think he counted on Kirsten Cinema and uh, and Joe Manchin right. to be in his way. I remember I, their whipping is not the going parties very had well. a lot to do with that. And you got to remember that the both parties are are not all conservative or liberal. That there's there's, right. there's there's stuff. There's, oh, I know. And so for them to get along, they have to, and and sometimes that causes a lot of problems. I've seen it go both ways, though. Oh, yeah. As a legislator being, you know, I've seen it when you can, the best of times, you can get, I've had bill, I had a bills go through that were 100% bipartisan, and we all worked together to get it done. But I've seen the exact opposite, too, the all of nothing attitude that is affecting D.C. now. What you were saying before, though, Maddie, when, when COVID started, Trump started out, Correct. Mm -hmm. Everybody was on the same page. All the information was coming through. And then all of a sudden he's bored with it. And it's like, oh, it'll be gone by Easter. Yeah. Oh, it'll be gone by the... Ho oh, oh there you only wait five... till the election. It's going to poof, do you remember disappear. When, do you remember when you said there was only five people that had it? It's going to go away. Yeah, yeah it's going to go away. <laughs> so 
he failed miserably in that regard, of course. And when it came to the vaccination, he wasn't all about my vaccine. Come on, roll up your sleeve. You, know, yeah, you get it if you want to. Mask wearing, I don't like them, but you know, you could wear them. That's not leadership. That's not leadership. What I wanted from, what I was worried about was him, look at what he was doing. He was screwing over partnerships we had with, with our, our foreign countries for, oh, generations. And he's just under, just completely destroying that we can't be trusted we're going to turn coat and run you know people are going to die we don't care they're hanging on american planes falling off this is not how america should be biden was supposed to come in and get those relationships back on track get us back into some peace accords but instead i we see the worse than vietnam people falling off of planes dying you're talking about the afghanistan exactly yeah yeah Yeah. absolute total failure and to top it all off, all these people that are dead, the, the world, the, the United States isn't even caring anymore. People aren't even talking about it anymore. There are women who are trained police officers that are in hiding because they're on hunt lists because Taliban wants to kill them. Women aren't getting educated anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Women aren't being allowed to go to work. Women who are going to be doctors aren't going to, aren't allowed to be doctors. Their entire lives in one fell swoop, gone. The hope is gone. They were given hope and it's gone. But I'll tell you what, I agree with everything you said. But I will tell you one thing, when when Trump made the plan to leave Afghanistan on May the 1st, the plan was not any different. The only difference that is that Biden was able, the only thing he was able to do without going to Congress, was able to postpone until the end of August. Well, then he should have gone to Congress if that's what it was going to take to not do a because stupid the Senate, thing the that cost not so many lives. The Senate was not aborted for it. Not only has it cost lives, the generations oh, that, are, that are going to pay know. for this I know. are... are who knows into infinity? Little girls are certainly not going to be encouraged to learn anatomy and physiology and no. go save lives. That's no. for sure. Yeah. Uh, Miriam said something in the chat room that I, I agree with. Uh, she said, isn't all of this also related to COVID and the supply chain and staffing issues? I think all of this is just a lot more co- complex. Uh, all of this is a lot more complex than just what Biden is or isn't doing. This was all building through 2020 before Biden was elected. We didn't have ships building up on the coastlines during, but, but, listen, uh, during to, 2020. Be, well, everything, and, and everything To be perfectly clear, though, the president didn't tell the ships stay off board. China had a lot to do with that. We're well, not, do, we're, and, and what, what do we get to walk, say, oh, it's somebody else's fault? Go to no, our ports. I'm not saying we that. We can't get the things off. But do you know what happened this week? I think it was a Monday. The biggest uh, 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 ship with cargo came yes, into the Boston Harbor. to the Boston Harbor. Harbor. We talked about what that on air. What they're doing, they're, re, they're reconnecting to go, instead, to go around. Instead Goody, of go, they're doing something finally. They're doing the same. The president did that. He Finally, met, it shouldn't have happened well, in the first place. They should have seen it coming. When they started piling up, it was already, that should have been the time to it, do something. It was already Not coming. now. And a lot of the corporations had a lot to do with that. For but example, it, I was told that it cost about $450,000 a day to keep a ship out in the ocean. Some of these companies would pay more in taxes if they had to. So they would they rather keep them out there. It was all a plan. It's not just the government, although the government has a lot to do with it. But it was already started. You know, it, it, it didn't happen yesterday. Yeah, I just think... Uh, it's been going on for a long time. My my personal opinion, which which has always been, is that I think people generally uh, put far too much credit and or blame on the president when it comes to anything economically or any related. President. 
you know, I, I think I think people John Hopwood calls it the big man theory that people like to think of the president as sitting at the uh, resolute desk, sort of controlling the, the various stop with them or the not. various levers of the economy. Well, he's not a god. He should be brokering in Congress and getting something passed. He hasn't been able to broker and get things passed. Yeah, there's just, there's only so much things. There's only so much the president can do about things like inflation and. And and by the way, a lot of this is is a result of, uh, in a broad sense, the economy is actually doing very well because of the elasticity well. of it. And that, but that causes inflation when you have an overheating economy. And it has in the past. We have chicken There's poultry no shortages. Yeah, we got we all have kinds food of problems. Shortages. But to just well, put it all, I, I just personally think to just put it all on Biden is bizarre. Do you I don't put it all on Biden. I, don't I put it where it belongs. I blame Trump when I blame Trump for what he did. Yeah. Well, and I said the buck stops with him. You didn't object then. Uh, uh, well, it depends on what we're talking about. Well, nah, that's a no, 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 no. I look at them both equally. There are things that Trump did that I liked and a lot of things he did that I did not like, which is why yeah. I didn't vote for the guy, all right? Right. But I, what I was promised and what I'm getting, yeah, not the same thing. I'm not, I'm not, I am one of those people who is not approving of his job. I don't think he's done well. I don't think it looks strong when he's yelling at reporters and can't hold his own anger back. I think it's wrong when he starts yelling into a microphone. That doesn't help either. I think he's pretty restrained. He seems pretty chill to he me. He couldn't handle himself last night. He lost it. He lost his temper. And then when he finally gets, when he gets questioned on, he can't get his bill through. Oh, we'll get some pieces. Like, that's not what I want to hear. Oh, I have plenty. That's of- how the system works, Don. Un- unfortunately. I would rather hear, you know what? He shouldn't have tried to get it all in one bill. And I don't care whether you're a Democrat well, or Republican. The Congress. Whoever's in, party, in power tries to do that. They tried to do that here in New Hampshire and Concord. I watched it happen. I never seen so many horrible pieces of legislation in my life. Everybody's little pet project comes out. But it's the Congress He's trying and to the get Senate everything he that. wants done. Instead of doing, he just wants all of his babies through. He wants his train through. He wants all of his babies through. And he wants it now, yesterday. And that's not how you get it done in Washington. It is today, unfortunately. No, it's not because he's that's, not getting it well, done. Well, that's why it's not getting done. It's not but getting done because he's but, failing. But that's how they operate. Both parties operate that way. You got to remember, no matter it's what the happens. the president's job to broker between the parties and get the legislation through for the good of the country. I don't argue that, Jenny, but you can't blame it all on one man. For example, the Senate, whatever the Democrats do, even though it would be something good, they always vote no. So you, you I do blame them when they vote the wrong the, way. They voted the wrong way last night. They voted against the idea that if you're 18 years old, it would be legal if you're an American citizen to register to vote instead of suppressing the vote. Can you imagine? What are you talking about? In Atlanta, Georgia, the the, the Freedom Bill. Can you imagine that the the uh, in Atlanta, Georgia, if there's a long line waiting to get into the polls because they close a lot of polls, and you're there for hours, if I bring you a sandwich or an orange juice, I can get arrested. That's ridiculous. That has nothing to do with voting. I agree that that I absolutely don't agree with that kind of stuff. Obviously, I. Geez, you think I didn't feed my poll workers who were helping me? So in, in the morning it was coffee and donuts, in the afternoon it was sandwiches and, and water. So like, in we took Texas, care of ours. they closed 175 polls, especially in the bigger cities, so that the, the people who you're look, narrowing in on something that you, I just my brain is in a different place. It's called suppressing the vote. I know what it's called. Well, then I don't, don't get, get it. wise ass with not. me. I'm just saying that last night. Every Republican I'm, voted not to allow an 18-year-old. I'm not talking old. about that last night. I'm talking about the president failing in front of those reporters, losing his temper, not 
being the president I wanted to hear. Oh, you want me to stay out here for a few hours? Really? Really? That's your attitude? Well, can, Buddy, your first press conference of the year, it was and second, that's oh, your attitude. This year, yes. I, I, I don't argue with I that. I don't like the way he carried himself last night. I don't, argue night. I I don't like the way he was yelling. And I, I wasn't great. And I wasn't all that happy with anything he had to say because it's not making my life better. Groceries are still way too much money. Gas is still way too much money. And there's less food in the house. The cartel is responsible no. for the price of gas. Oh, you, know, it's, you guys don't know how it works then. The, the, the gas if and If he oil, hadn't shut the pipeline the, off, the gas prices wouldn't be where they are they now. They would still be period. where they are now. No, they wouldn't. Because we were more on well, our, we were using domestic I resources I will tell you what I told Peter last week. If they come to Manchester and they find a golden well down there and they have to destroy the entire city and tell you to get out, are you going to accept that? That's what they were doing in, in, in the Dakotas. They were taking their Indian the, reservations and destroying did them. Did I agree with how that pipeline was put them. together? No, but you know what? It was together, it was done, and it was working. We should have worked on an alternative before we just shut the switch off and screwed over everybody. Are, are you also aware that when, once it got fixed and delivered to Texas, that it was going to be put on barge and it was going to Europe and Asia? My gas price was a buck fifty. That's what I know. That's what I know. What I'm telling you. You can give me all the line of whatever you want to, but when it comes right down to brass tacks, what an American thinks about and what they worried about is getting back and forth to work, taking care of their kids and putting food on the table. And what's going on right now is interfering with that. I understand which that. Which is why the approval rating is completely I, in the toilet I understand across that, Jenny, the country. But if that, if, if that, 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 uh, what did you call it? The, uh, the pipeline would have been completed. It, it was, was complete. It was already working. Well, but we it, were already collecting but oil. It, it wasn't coming to us. It was going to Europe. Of course it was coming to us. How the heck do you think the gas price went down? Why was the gas price a buck fifty instead of two fifty? You tell me. Two fifty. Listen, two weeks ago, one of the biggest wells in Texas blew up in the ocean. You know Come on with some more red herrings you want to throw into the pool to muddy up what we're talking about right no, here. No, I'm not muddying it up. Oh yes, you are. You need to fix those wells, or you're not gonna have any oil. Well, if we hadn't shut down the pipeline, it wouldn't be so scary to oh, be able to fix gosh. things. Now, would it? The companies need to defend themselves. Taxpayers should not be paying to put those wells back on. They don't belong to us. You ask taxpayers whether they want to pay a buck fifty a gallon for gas or a three fifty a gallon of gas, and I bet your money what they're gonna say. So you're willing to allow the, the, the billionaires who own their well companies to take billions out of our tax money to fix their problem? Whatever little red herring you want to throw into this mess, go right ahead. I'm talking about basic. Call here. reality. It, no, it, reality is domestic production reduced the price. Reduced the price, reduced the cost. Groceries went down. Milk went down. Eggs went down. Fixing my car went down. But Buying do you a know new why? car went down. Do you know why? Where are they now? Do you because know why? you shut off the domestic okay. production. Okay. You want to say that? Fine. Let's go to the food production you were talking about. No, I'm not switching subjects, oh, look buddy. At you. You were, you You're just, talking about the gas you prices. You just talked about it. Maddie, help me. We no longer allow foreigners to come pick our crop. Last year, 30% of our crop yes, rotted. Yes, those are problems too, but stop jumping all over the map and stick to one topic, buddy. We're trying to have a conversation here, a and you topics. keep going into other different directions, because the which problem, aren't good, which have problems of their the own. Problem is not but just the bottom one line is, the more money it costs to take the food to market, the more money it costs you to buy the food, so you have less food for your family. That's the reality going on today. That is, you, whatever you like no or not, that is the reality that, that the people reality. are living with right but now. But there's no different than thirty percent of our crop rotting because we can't pick it up. 
That means less food on the market. I get what you're saying there, but you know what? Great. We can't get the friggin' fruit to the market because there's no truck to get it there. You can't even get it off the, 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 the fields because there's no one to pick them up. Bottom line, costs more to get it there no matter how you put it. And when, the, when, it's, when it's the actual fuel source used to maneuver things around this world, everything goes up. It's us, the consumers, that pay for well, it, no matter how you slice it. No question about that. If we hadn't cut down on domestic production, it would be easier to feed the family but right now. But if you only solve and one problem, and I would have came home with a lot more food for two hundred bucks than I come home with. I could have probably bought it for a hundred bucks a year ago. It doesn't matter if it would have cost you three hundred dollars. And I definitely could have found chicken right now. And you can't even find the stuff in the store. You ever going to the stores lately? The shelves are getting pretty. Low. That's really doing a lot of good to boost my morale for Biden's presidency, isn't it? I'm just saying you can't buy it if it's not there on the shelf. It's not just one thing. There are more Who's than one issue. Who's fault is that? Well, Biden had nothing to do with the immigration. It was Trump that stopped all these immigrants from coming in to do the uh, to get a visa to pick I up the crop. I had chicken and beef and all the poultry and all the produce that I wanted last year in the grocery store. I don't have it now. Why? Because the three biggest meat companies met in September and decided that the government wouldn't care, and they raised it by 30%. But two weeks ago, the president had a meeting with him in the I White House. I didn't ask you that. I asked you oh. why my store shelf was empty I'm of just explaining. poultry. I'm just explaining. You're not that, That's not an answer. What? What do you want for an answer? A lie? I want an answer as to why the shelves are empty. They're empty. They weren't empty last year. They're empty this year. They're Is empty. there a secret cabal of people that There's have said we're going to cut down take production? Care of the menu, of 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 of, the, of, of uh, putting them, bring them to market. There's not enough drivers for the truckers. There's not enough people working on the farms anymore because they got rid of all the farmers. It's all big corporations now. There's a confluence of reasons why these things happen. That's right. Yeah. It's not just it, one thing. So last year when I had meat and poultry and all the veggies and fruits and vegetables I wanted in the grocery store was because we let everybody in. And this year, we don't let anybody in. No, no. And that's why I that's, don't have anything on my store shelves. That's not what I'm saying. That's what you're saying. I'm saying that we were allowing an X amount of people from other countries to come pick our crop because we Americans didn't want to pick it up. And that's then, not true. It's because we need the labor force. We don't have enough labor force to do all of that. And yes, there may be a problem with over your little yeah, crop true. thing, but that's got nothing to do with my beef. That's got nothing to do with my chicken. That's got nothing to do with my eggs. It's got nothing to do with any of that. You're talking about a but specific section of workers that do, do you know how many seasonal pigs? workers that come up and pick and go many, back. Do you know how many, it's not the reason why I can't buy ground beef in the grocery store. Do you know how many got slaughtered last year because they couldn't take it to market? That was before the price of gas went up. It had to do with the pandemic, they claimed. They had to close it down because everybody had, had, had the virus. And so all these pigs got killed. Same thing with chickens and cows. So it's not just one thing. There's a lot of reasons for these problems. And if you can only solve one problem, you don't solve the problem. The biggest factor going, the difference between last year and this year is so dramatic in the amount of money it costs to go to work and the amount of money it takes care of kids and the amount of money it costs to buy food to put on the table is, is, is 100% more than it was last year. And a large portion, a large reason for that is how much more it costs to bring those things to market. They don't just raise the price. They raise the price when it costs them more money to move it. Well, everything goes up, not just that. All right. 
Well, we are uh, we are almost out of time, and I want to make sure we uh, get in uh, the new. Uh, it's the world radio premiere. Uh, we do the, as you know, Glenn, from experience, we do the world radio premieres around here. <laughs> so uh, Isaiah Aline, we're going to premiere his uh, new song, uh, Save the Piano. And uh, I think that's something we can all agree on, right? It's, Absolutely. You should, I, you love, should, yeah. I love Tori save, Amos. Save the piano. You know that's how right. I feel about Tori that's Amos right. and there her piano. There you go. All right, so we're going to, uh, we'll conclude with that. Uh, thank you, Jenny. Thank you, Glenn. Thank you. And, love uh, you, Glenn. Love you, too. Thank you to everyone who called today. And if you missed any part of today's show, uh, it will be up in just a little bit at WMNHradio.org and at my website, uh, mattconnerton.com. Uh, the Weekly Dion is a replay uh, tonight, but uh, that is coming up next at 6 p.m. here at WMNH. And uh, that's, uh, oh, Glenn, when is your show on? I mean, I know it was live earlier today, but when is it? going to re-air on Saturday. Saturday night at 8 o'clock, is that correct? Yes. Now, does, is it respo- uh, isn't Paul's show going to be a repeat from last week as well? Yes, yes, absolutely. Yep. All, all right, very good. All right, we're going to get out of here. Here's uh, Isaiah Aline, Save the Piano. I'll talk to you all a little bit later. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.
imagine your new bathroom. A sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. The Just Because deal. Hey, oh, what's this? Breakfast. From Mickey D's? From me? Yep. Why? Because it's morning and you like McDonald's. Let's eat while it's hot. There's a deal for every act of kindness at McDonald's. The steak, egg, and cheese bagel is back at McDonald's. Order ahead on the app and pick up curbside. Price and participation may vary. McD app download and registration required.